Welcome to the Yes, Young Enough to Serve podcast. Here we'll share stories of adults over 55 making a difference and making disciples. I'm Ryan Marcella, and here's our host, Judy Papineau-Wick. Hi, this is Judy, and I am really looking forward to introducing you to a special guest today. And this is yet another one of our Yes board members. Uh, Wes and I met Dan and his beautiful wife, Shawnee, a few years ago in Branson, Missouri. So we were at a conference back there, and Wes and I were actually speaking at a workshop. And at the end of our workshop, um, you know, we were just communicating with some of the students that had attended our class, and there was this one um, younger, and when I say younger, now that I'm over 65, everyone's younger, but uh, anyway, a younger woman uh, in the audience, and she was just sitting there in her chair, so other people were clearing out, and so finally we made our way over to her, met her, her name is Shawnee, and she just had tears in her eyes, and she just said that uh, the workshop, everything said, just resonated with her heart. She said, I want to bring my husband, Dan, back tomorrow. And so uh, we said, hey, that would be great. It is the same uh, lesson, uh, you know, that we're doing tomorrow. She said, I'll set through it again. Well, anyway, that's when we met Dan and Shawnee. So long story short, a friendship was forged immediately, and... Uh, now Dan is actually part of our board. So welcome, Dan. Wonderful to have you today. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's really good to be here. So Dan is actually here. He uh, flew in from Minnesota. So he is here uh, at our studio in Santa Cruz. And our studio this day being he is uh, uh, outside at a table and I'm inside at a desk. So Dan, tell us a little bit about your family and your position. Yeah, for sure. Again, thanks, Judy, for having me. It's just beautiful out here. Um, couldn't be in a better setting. Um, yeah, I uh, I am the senior adults pastor at Cedar Valley Church, which is located in Bloomington, Minnesota, a, a suburb, big suburb right outside of Minneapolis. Um, so kind of one and the same if you're not from that area. But uh, I've served as a senior adults pastor there for going on about five years um, I remember going to that conference that you mentioned, Judy, and it was such a wonderful time for both mm -hmm. Shawnee and I. Um, uh, as we do in in a lot of the conferences that that we that we attend, we we split off, we go our separate ways right. so that we can capture everything we hope to share notes or or as we did in 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 the case of that particular conference, we split off, went in separate directions, um, and then she she found uh, your breakout to be so wonderful that. Uh, um, she she uh, talked me to going in the next day and, and and wanted to see it again herself. So that was that was uh, that was just a, a really great experience for us and uh, had an awful lot to do with, um, uh, if you will, confirming the fact that we were in the right position. We went there needing that confirmation, but uh, your heart for seniors so aligned with what we were realizing our heart for seniors were was as well. Um, and uh, it's, it's really helped me as a senior adults pastor in my position at Cedar Valley. So, um, yeah, I primarily uh, uh, work with seniors there at the church in my position. I do a few other things as well, but 85% of my job um, is, is working alongside seniors at the church and encouraging them, if you will, in their relationship with the Lord. Right. And so you are a young 50-year-old. 
I'm kinda, I am. I know. I'm kind of hung up on people. <laughs> it's my new hang-up. People now in their 50s are like so young to me. So anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when you were in your uh, 40s, uh, you and Chani both just uh, just had this passion for working with uh, mm-hmm. and alongside uh, senior adults. So yeah. just explain to the listeners just what that passion looked like, where that came from. Yeah. Um, you know, a term that I like to use, um, is, is an acquired taste. Um, not that I didn't like seniors before. That's, that's not what I mean at all. But, um, you realize you like something after you invest some time in it. Oftentimes that's the case. And, um, uh, uh, without going into it before I was a senior adults pastor, I was still working at the church, but actually I was a credentialed minister, um, uh, doing more for the, the big facility there is a very large, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, church building that, uh, that, that I, that I worked in. Um, uh, but, uh, I was in charge of the facility as, as a licensed minister. And, um, it was, it was during that portion of, of my, my life that, uh, I got involved with seniors. Um, every month the seniors had a luncheon there at the church and, uh, I love showing up just to help clear, clear plates mm. and, uh, and have short little conversations and smiles with seniors as, as I did that. And most of them already knew me as I'd been a longtime member of the church and, uh, did an awful lot with, uh, with worship and singing, um, at the church. So there were many relationships there. Um, but my heart, uh, and, and passion for seniors, uh, didn't grow so much until I started serving. In, in in that uh, in that uh, in that place there, hmm. simply taking plates and and saying hello and uh, and the little conversations that we had in those moments. That was the beginning of a passion that began to grow inside of me, um, and uh, it, it's never slowed down since. That is so great, Dan. I just love it when we see, um, you know, people uh, in their forties, fifties, just and younger ones, just coming beside. Uh, seniors and that that passion and that love and it's it's reciprocal you know i mean it's like you reach out to them but wow we get so much uh from from them too so is there a particular story of an older adult that has impacted your life oh absolutely there is and there's many i would think that you'd have a plethora (laughs) yeah you know when you spend enough time around people i don't care what their age is um uh, when you invest into them uh, uh, at least emotionally, um, focusing on them, you begin to see their value and the difference that they make um, in life, and and you you understand their love for the Lord. Um, so all the more true, I think, for seniors right. is they, they've been around a long time. Um, my mind in this moment goes to a man named Larry, and uh, there's no other man um, like mm. Larry than Larry. He is a unique man um, in in many ways, um, and uh, he's a little. Uh, Oh, I'll tell him this. So if he ever listens, it's going to be all right. Okay. Um, he's a little gruff on the outside, but on the inside, his heart is the size of Texas. Mm. And uh, there's just no getting around that. Wonderful man. Uh, married to the same woman, uh, uh, raised uh, a handful of children uh, for 40 plus years. I, actually, I don't remember how many years he was married to the same woman and she passed away. Um, uh, had some health complications and passed away. Um, well, that didn't let... That, that didn't get Larry down so much that uh, that he went behind closed doors. He continued mm. to live his life as a servant, as he, as he always did. Um, uh, been on many missions trips in his life. Loves uh, his involvement at the church. 
uh, in not just in seniors ministries, but prior to in men's ministries and Bible studies, et cetera, et cetera, volunteering his time and serving. Uh, after his wife passed away, he continued to do this. He went on a mission trip um, and, uh, and did more with us at seniors. Um, he went on to marry um, a second time, actually, a woman that uh, he knew from the church. Hmm. And uh, uh, this is now, they're, they're both in their, they're both about 70 at this time. And, uh, well, his second wife went on to uh, uh, have health complications, and she passed away as well after after five or six years of marriage. And um, so Larry, once again, heartbroken like the rest of us would be, um, uh, he still continued to, to press on and serve as a Christian man and serve mm-hmm. uh, within his local church. Again, he headed out on another missions trip. Um, he went out to California to work on Skid Row for a week and a wow. half. Wow. Uh, living in a tent on top of the building um, that provided food and other uh, uh, services for for the community itself, um, he went he went with a group and uh, always an example um, in effort and and uh, and heart as he continues in this. He also um, took on a permanent part time volunteer position uh, at a uh, an inner city church uh, in downtown Minneapolis. Larry is uh, uh, has a background in tax law. And um, so he volunteers his time, I don't know how many hours, about 12 hours a week, I think, um, mm-hmm. at this inner city church as their accountant uh, wow. uh, and, uh, and taking care of all of that. Um, he's, he's now in his later 70s. So he does that. He volunteers at our church. Uh, and uh, he's also a, a main leader of our benevolence team, um, sitting down wow. with individuals and couples who are, are um, not just having financial hardships, but are deep into financial hardships right. and offering uh, his counsel to them and praying for them and, and, and take, literally taking them under his wing and walking with them um, uh, and, and, and seeing that, that hardship through. Um, mm-hmm. So Larry is quite the man. And at the end of every day, if there's one thing, again, that you say about Larry is that he has a heart the size of Texas. He is mm-hmm. all about Jesus and uh, wants to share that with others uh, through service and uh, and his testimony. So Larry, Larry's an example to all of us. Dan, that's just so beautiful. And that just goes in line with what I feel like Wes and I have seen over the last 10 or 12 years. There are just yeah. so many seniors who, um, when their spouse passes, obviously there's that, you know, that time of, of grieving and not that that ever, that grieving ever leaves, but it seems like those that um, after a season of grieving, um, uh, allow themselves to to jump in, even mm-hmm. in small ways in serving. It's amazing what it does for, you know, just their emotional well-being and spiritually, their outlook yeah. on life. And, you know, it just makes it easier, I think, for others to connect with them, you know, because it's like, wow, if if, if they lost their spouse and they're serving like this, it's just so motivating and encouraging. So thank yeah. you for sharing about Larry. So Dan, if you had a chance to speak to all the ministers in the world, what would be something that you would just love for uh, lead pastors to know about senior adults? And I know most of them could write volumes themselves. Some of them have, but what would you yeah. as a senior's pastor like to say to pastors? Yeah, you know, I would want to remind them of, of a couple of obvious things, I think. Um, one, and you, you need to look, 
How can I say this? You, in order to see something the right way, you need to look at it, if you will, the right way, or look at it long enough to take it in. And um, one thing that I've realized about seniors, and it's always been there, I'm not going to say anything new, um, but they have a life experience um, that uh, is unmatched by any other uh, age mm. group in, in our society, if you will. And there again, I'm stating the obvious. They're older, therefore they live longer, therefore they have more experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so when you take all of that um, and, and, and look at it from the sense that they have a relationship with the Lord, um, potentially many of them then longer than we have, um, what have they learned um, and how much, how, much, uh, how much do I have to benefit from them? They might not look so much the trend anymore, but oh my heavens, what a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of life experience, mm. um, experience that sees God as a faithful God, um, experience that is, that is seen more hardship than I'll ever remember mm. until I get to that age. And uh, not just seeing God bring them through, but how God brings them through and God's timing in all of this. So um, a lot of this has to do with uh, just the, the experience of their relationship with the Lord mm. and how much not only could I, the senior pastor, if you will, draw from or how much more uh, can those in the church draw from that experience of relationship with the Lord, how many lessons that they have learned both um, through wisdom and consequences that they can impart uh, to the younger generations within the church. All that to say, seniors are so easily and often passively even uh, discarded in the church, kind of sort of pushed aside. Mm -hmm. um, when, when they alone, I see them as, as the biggest golden nugget within our church right. um, and, and so much to share into the lives of the others. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. So, Dan, having served with seniors for a big chunk of your young years, is there something or are there a couple of lessons that you feel like you've learned that's going to that's going to help you as you age? Yeah. You know, um, I see this in a lot of seniors, not every senior, um, uh, but uh, what I hope to be able to do um, as well as I've seen others do it, is, is, is in the art of listening. Um, you know, um, there, there are seniors out there that uh, have a lot of opinions. And, well, you know what, why wouldn't they? They've, they've lived a long mm. life they've lived for, for many, many years. Um, but uh, what I have seen and learned from, from many seniors is, is their patience, their level of patience, uh, and, uh, and, and how they're able to listen, um, even if they understand the situation already, because they're not spring chickens, they've kind of been there, done that in life. There's not a whole lot new out there. They still, many of them have the patience to listen um, to your story. And in that, um, you know, whenever we listen to somebody, we're instilling value in them all at the same time and they see that. Um, so, yeah, I, I continue to learn how well some seniors are able to listen. And then uh, because of that, they're able to speak into the life of, of, the, of the person that they're listening to. Um, I want that. I want more of that. It's easy for me to yeah. uh, maybe not so much listen as I might already know the answer and, and mm -hmm. now uh, shifting into the correcting and whatnot um, from my heart, of course. But uh, boy, how much better if I, if I choose to listen for the duration of, of, of the conversation and then add as the, uh, add as the Holy Spirit leads me to add. Um, but uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, from seniors that know how to listen and show me that I want to be that same senior that continue to show that I can listen. I do too. And that's definitely, I think listening is a, a skill 
that we all want to um, for sure develop. Yeah. I, I need to do that more in my life. So just thank you for that reminder. That is, that's, that's excellent. So Dan, in closing, you've given us a basket already of, of precious nuggets, but is there just one thought that you would just like to uh, leave a pearl of wisdom that you'd like to leave uh, with us today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple of things. Let me see if I can put this together. Um, so as a senior adults pastor, um, uh, now I haven't done a lot of weddings in my life. I've done a few, but not a ton. I have done a lot of funerals mm. and, uh, talk about exercising opportunities in front of you that, that draw yourself into a deeper understanding of who Christ is and how much he loves you. And, uh, the whole concept of, of eternal thinking, if you will, an eternal mindset, um, Doing funerals, I, I usually end in a very similar way, talking about the testimony of the one that passed away. Um, and we're assuming now that, that they know the Lord. And in church, most of the seniors that passed do. Um, but, but the testimony being that eternal life didn't start when they passed away. Mm. Um, eternal life started when, when um, they said yes to Jesus as, as their Savior, as their Christ, whether that was uh, your typical four-year-old um, come to know Christ uh, in, in Sunday school, at church, or, or otherwise. You came to know Christ later on in life, or whatever, whatever your story is, whatever your testimony is. That's when eternity mm. started. And having that eternal mindset, knowing that this is a, a combined a, a nugget here, um, knowing that as a Christian, I always have God's presence, period. I do. Mm. Um, so I felt convicted uh, some time ago that I need to stop asking for his presence because to ask for something is to think and live as though I don't have it. Um, and so now that I've stopped asking for it, I simply thank him for it and ask for his continual leading in every moment. Um, that has put me into this eternal mindset um, that I've never had before. And all oh my heavens have I begun to understand God's grace because of that. Um, so, uh, when talking about, uh, you know, somebody's testimony, uh, what is their testimony in life, um, uh, that, that is now in heaven, uh, their testimony is, is that God's faithfulness started in them personally with his presence when they accepted Christ. And it was in that moment that they began to live eternally, um, with Christ and ultimately then, then residing in heaven after they pass away. But that's not when it begins. It just simply continues uh, in a different form. So all of that put together um, that, uh, it, that, that is, <laughs> has come out of um, what God has shown me through seniors ministries. And I truly, I truly mean that. And so much what he has shown me right. in the message that I'm to give at, uh, at funerals is that when you accept Christ, his presence is in you. You no longer need to ask for it. You simply have it. Mm. So ask for his direction and continue to live. And uh, you live eternally in, in that fact um, all the way until you get into heaven. That that ultimately is a testimony of every believer that has passed away. They simply continued an eternal life. And that's the security that we have in Christ. And that's how much Christ loves us and the difference that he has made in our lives. That when we say yes to him, he says yes to us. And it all begins right there. Dan, that's perfect. I mean, what a, what better reminder than just to live in the presence of Jesus and uh, while our mm -hmm. goal is and should be on that eternity with him, but to know that we've already started those steps <laughs> and that we yeah. are living yeah. uh, living in that presence today. 
Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, oh, thank please, you. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, just keep uh, loving the precious seniors that are in your care. They are so blessed to have you in Shawnee, and I know you are such oh. such a blessing to them. So could oh, I just have God. you uh, say a prayer for our listeners and just a blessing over their lives, please? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. God, wherever we are, um, whether we're in California now or we're on the East Coast somewhere, north or south, or wherever we're listening, maybe even across the, across the globe, as some people may be, um, God, we thank you for your presence. And we ask, God, that you lead us and guide us uh, through every moment of our day. Um, Lord, uh, in, that, in that, we would understand and discover more of your grace and how much you love us. And God, in that, then, we would be able to share um, the difference that you have made in our lives with somebody else, simply that, for your Holy Spirit to convict. So, Father, we, we thank you for that, Father, that we are, we are blessed in your presence and, uh, and we continue by your leading in everything that we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Dan, so much. God bless you. And this is a little, uh, this is a PSA at the end of this podcast here, but if there are is even one listener that this would help, this is worth it. My husband, Wes, is in the throes of shingles. So if if getting the shingles vaccine is something that has been on your to-do list, you're over 65 and you've been meaning to do it, don't put it off, okay? <laughs> I went and got mine the other day after he came down with it. I All I know is you do not want the shingles. So Again, this is just a reminder. If you haven't got it, go get that vaccine. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for joining us today. For more information about YES and to find this episode's show notes, you can visit us online at yestoserve.org. Also, if this podcast was helpful or encouraging to you, please share it on social. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review. And if you're not yet a subscriber, I don't know about you, but I only listen to the podcasts I'm subscribed to. So hit subscribe. It's absolutely free. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.